Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I the asshat? Yeah, if you want to chime in after tell you the story 651-641-1071 we pull these right from the reddit feeds and uh, i i picked this one more for just the shock factor of it and what would you guys do so am i the asshat for checking my husband's dash cam footage on his car without his consent okay Yes. All right. So she is a 34-year-old female. She lives with her husband, 37, and they have a daughter, 7. She says, my daughter and I recently went on a short trip out of state while my husband stayed as he had to work and was going to look after our dog. On the last day of our trip, we got a call from my husband who was acting distraught and said that our dog, Ellie, had run away and that he could not find her. So he claimed that she just jolted away from him at the park into some bushes and he couldn't find her our dog is quite small a mini poodle mix almost 13 years old and she's still active but she is really unlike it's really unlike her to run away from us and i was suspicious but chose to believe my husband and my husband and i were in my daughter and i were in grief but did not want to blame him okay okay when we got back home he seemed surprisingly okay unlike us Ever since the pandemic, my husband started working from home and he has always been annoyed by how much attention we gave Ellie, our dog, and hated how she begged to sit on our laps and especially his while he worked. Well, a few days later, we got a call from an animal rescue in a neighboring state quite far from us and that she had been found. So I picked up the phone and it was it was on our landline, which we almost never use these days, but it was the contact on the little microchip. So I told my husband, and he just said, this is great, I'm so happy. But it felt kind of blunt and insincere. Mm. I said it's strange that she got away and she got so far away. And he responded that someone must have stolen her and then abandoned her. <gasps> this made little sense to me as to why that would happen. When he went out drinking with his friends, I copied the videos from his dash cam for the days I was away and saw that he had indeed taken Ellie far out of the state and dropped her in front of his car like a Frisbee into a field, (gasps) yelled fetch through a Frisbee, and drove off without her. (gasps) Okay. I was livid, confronted him, and he stupidly muttered how he dropped her there so he could... Just you could find a farm and have a better life, and then the next day got angry at me for viewing his dash cam and called me and my daughter, who keep in mind is seven. Oh my ass hats. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, so six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who is she? The ass Is she the asshat? There's a lot to unpack in right? that well, situation. Let's get going. Oh my gosh. First I mean, thoughts. Okay, well, my first thought, if I'll be honest, when you first were like, you know, it, who's the asshat 
to view the dash cam footage without permission. I was like, well, yeah, that's that's ass hatty. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. An invasion but of privacy. Until oh. you told the story. <sighs> and I thought that man seems quite suspicious and not trustworthy. And well, I, you're going to end up on Dateline. Yeah, that, you're going to end up on Dateline. That whole thing was a podcast. I was like, I would listen to right? that podcast. Yes. Um, I think, no, I think he, 100% he's the asshat. <laughs> right, she's and then he's all. just mad because he got caught. Yeah, that part was, of me is like, you're kind of a, what did you guys used to do? Dumb criminal, stupid. Yeah, crazy, stupid idiot. Crazy, stupid idiot. Yes. You yes. know there's being footage taken. <laughs> what do I always say, Holly? You're always being watched. You're always on camera. Yep. Just act, live your life like you're always on camera. <laughs> yes. No, she oh, is God. not. No, no, <laughs> no. I changed my mind. She is not the asshat. No. He is. Oh, oh, for so many reasons. Well, now, could she be the asshat in the future if she ever leaves that dog with him again? That's yes. just dumb. That's just dumb. Fool me once, can't oh, fool me twice. Exactly. Now is this? Is it time to just leave? Take well, your daughter I, I, and your dog and you? go. Like that. That is heartless. What and a betrayal! Cold. That is like uh, that would change my understanding of somebody's character. Right. Right. And like, what else are you lying about? Right. That's like, what if, I'm saying. Forty-eight I, hours yes. mystery. Go. Yes. Go! <laughs> yes. Like once you learn that somebody is capable of that, oh. I'd be like, I don't even know you. I don't even know and you. Your thirteen-year-old yep. dog, who's oh. like already oh. small, and you know they probably have like cataracts and like. Yeah, they're yeah. just oh, like, so you like, know, like what? a little like. What cartoon did he watch where he thought that you could just like abandon a dog and they would find a farm? That's not how it works. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, we have some My Talkers calling in. Who should we go to first? Oh. Holly. She's on the phone. Let's just go down the line. Oh, here we go. Let's start with Kim. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the show. What say you? Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. I've been a longtime listener, and I love you guys. So thanks for... Oh, of course. We love you, too. Um, Oh, and Alexis, you uh, read my dog's tarot cards once, so... Oh, wow. I wonder if any of that came to fruition, huh? <laughs> I can't remember. But anyway, oh, that was as fun. a dog lover, I have oh. to say, this is a next level offense of trust. It's such a violation. Yes. And I'm like therapy or divorce lawyer. A hundred percent. Yes. Like this is like a next level. Like right. this has like psychopath written on it. Right. It's like, yes. that is cold-blooded. Yes. Totally cold-blooded. Oh, I it just think... Like, oh. I would rather have him cheat on me than do that. that mm, is yeah. Also, like, wow. what human being is so jealous of a dog oh, that, that they so need petty. to... That is so petty. Dude, yeah. you need to deal with your stuff. I mean, this oh, is animal abuse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, not, not yeah. okay. Maybe he could be no. locked up for this. Alexis, thank you so much, Kim. (laughs) Thanks, Kim. Yeah, yeah. Well, legit. I mean, maybe. Yes. No, that I feel like he did a criminal thing. Criminal. Yeah, he crimed. Mm. (laughs) Let's uh, talk to Beth next. Good morning, Beth. Thanks for calling in. Is she the asshat? Oh no, he's the asshat, and she better keep his her daughter away from him. Right. Seven. Really. Right. Oh my gosh. 
Get him out. Scary, scary. I, right? I don't know if I'd even be up for therapy. You'd eat up here a lot of yelling. <laughs> yes. Right. I'd just be like, okay, Peck, you're not bad. I'll, I'll turn into John Denver. Yeah. I'll oh, get on an airplane. Bags yeah. of Peck. Poor down. little pup. Ready I to go. Terrible. I'll take my dogs and my daughter. Let's go. Love me, love my dog. There yes. you go. Yes. Beth, thank you for calling. Thanks, Beth. All right. Let's take some, uh, some Sharon Lee. Hey, Sharon Lee. Thanks for calling. Um, here's the thing. As one does one thing, one does all things. Mm-hmm. That's right. The rule. So I would divorce him immediately. I would have him, I would put all his stuff on the, on the sidewalk. Yes. Um, change the locks. That would be it. Yes. yes. No, it's not. Yes. Like, this is like one incident, but it tells you a whole story about the character of a human being. Yes. Sure one, does. We're women, and sometimes we excuse things, but you have to look at it at the whole picture. And yeah. the whole picture is, like I said, yeah. it gives you evidence of what he will do in another situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, he also lied to her. I mean, mm-hmm. I the betrayal. Yeah, I would not give him another chance. And yeah. it's not and it's not an emotional decision. It is a safety decision. Agreed. Oh, thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Sharon Lee. Lee. Um, yeah. yeah, why don't maybe she should put him in a car and drive him to a, a now, neighboring that is state. Crimey. Mm-hmm. That is a crimey and thing. And drop to do. him off, put him at the end of a dock. I think the and just see what happens. Throw a bottle of beer out there and be like, "Fetch, go, yeah, go. maybe a farm, a farm will help. We'll find him. Yeah, and he can be the farm help. That's the piece for me that's like the most egregious. For some reason, the thing that like breaks my heart the most is like throwing the frisbee and saying fetch, and then yes. getting, I'm just my heart oh. breaks. That poor pup. that poor pup coming back. It's like, look, I'm a oh. good, I'm a, I'm oh. a good, good girl, and then it's like, uh huh. Like huh? he, okay, yeah. yeah. Throw a beer out and just let him, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go fetch. I, Ew. I, I, Ew. I, I am. I don't want to hear from anybody, but I am curious. Like, did does anybody fall on his side in this? No, I don't want to yeah. hear from no. you. No, I don't want to hear from that person. No, I don't want to hear from about this. I just like who this in their right clear. mind is yeah. like, no, that was a totally yeah. normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah, and and the people who called in were spot on. Yes, yes. So yeah. thank you everyone for calling. Yes. Yep. Smart Mind Talkers, as usual. Hey, when we come back, hey, we'll see if we have some smart celebrities, too, in the Dirt Alert with Holly. Oh, everything. Get your bathroom redone. Rebath. Rebath.com. It's effortless bathroom remodeling from start to stunning. They've got you. What's so great is that you can stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. There you'll see a replica of my bathroom, which we got done a little more than three years ago now and still absolutely love. Um, But another option for you is to sign up to have a designer come to you. They will bring the showroom hundreds of designs and design choices that they have for you. And what's so great is that they'll come up with a custom design so they'll look at your space they'll look at your budget they'll look at your style and come up with something that really works for you and your family if it's a complete bathroom regut or if it's changing the tub to a shower they can do so many different things for you to make your bathroom just sparkle you'll love it Uh, so make sure you mention me or my talk for $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel then head to rebath.com to have a designer come to you only. Exclusions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert time. It's 820. 
Jason and Alexis in the morning. Colleen Lindstrom with Holly and me this morning. Jason's on vacation. What you got, Holly? Oh, well, you know, we're getting insight from sources into Sandra Bullock and her late partner Brian Randall's relationship. Oh. Yeah. You know, so private. It, so private. We learned over the weekend that Brian Randall, who was a model turned photographer, Sandra Bullock's partner since 2015, died after complications from ALS, which uh, he had been dealing with for the past three years. And Sandra Bullock, the last time we've really seen her was back in March of 2022 when she was doing press for her movie, The Lost City. A, a big hit mm-hmm. by all means. Uh, but, you know, uh, Randall was not there with her when she was doing press for that. And what sources at page six are saying is that Channing Tatum was one of a small group of folks who was aware of Randall's health condition. And Sandra Bullock, she even said when she was doing press for The Lost City that she was going to be stepping away from the spotlight yeah, for a little that. bit. Yeah. yeah and, and most folks were like, Okay, well, you know what, Sandy? Yeah, and just for whatever reason, if you want to step away from the spotlight, that's quite all right because I feel like Sandra Bullock's done that a number of times throughout her career. So it didn't seem any anything out of the ordinary. Mm -mm. Um, But now we know what what has been going on in her personal life for the past number of years. It is so terribly sad. And again, like like you said, like she this was going on privately for her and. You know, at some point, I you have to know when things resolve themselves um, that people are going to then have a different understanding and context for what has your life has been like yeah. during this time away. Um, and so, like, it's a lot like we're digesting this all at once while she has had, you know, time. time. But yeah. to hear people talk about their relationship and how supportive she was and how in love they were. I mean, it is like it is a lovely way of memorializing him and also honoring their relationship. But it yeah. feels so new to all of us because we didn't know what was going on. But it yeah. contextualizes those years now. Yeah, Definitely. Octavia Spencer, Sandra Bullock's friend since the 90s, that left a heartfelt message on her Instagram account mm. saying that uh, Brian was the love of Sandy's life. And, you know, you see these longtime friends coming out and supporting Sandra yeah. and speaking on her behalf. And you can. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Identified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Tell, you know, she's surrounded by love. Yeah. And uh, that is that is very important I in just, these times. She is so the real deal, right? Oh, like she's a person that you never yes. hear any stories about, about her being anything less than wonderful. Yeah. And especially after Jesse James and all of you yeah. know his doggery, oh, like she yeah. could have easily just like evaporated him. Yeah. You know, the public eye. No, but she's just didn't. a good dang person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it hurts your heart to know that she's had this kind of pain. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So thinking about her and her friends and her family and yeah. the children and all of this in this difficult time. Moving on from that, a little royal news. Uh, the royal family, the official British website for the royal family has removed Prince Harry's His Royal Highness title 
from the website. They're so petty. They're so petty. (laughs) So, palace aides quietly stripped his royal highness from Prince Harry's profile page. He's still called the Duke of Sussex, but uh, sources close to King Charles say they will never strip Harry and Meghan of their titles, despite the HRH disappearing from the royal website. So, what insiders are saying, they will still be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, but no HRH there. But this is to be expected because they're not doing official right. royal no. duties anymore. Right. They chose not to. Yes. Right. I'm sure they don't even care. Like, no. they are not running around their Montecito mansion being like, what are we going to do? We <laughs> they took away the royal highness. Like, what, you mean fine. they don't talk like the three stooges to each other? <laughs> what, what, It'd be a lot better if they did. It's reported like this oh, is so like, dramatic. It's so yes. dramatic and so petty. It might have been Prince Harry that says, "Hey, take that off." Right? Like we don't know how this all originated. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, this is not authentic to to our current situation now. No, but they're gonna have us think it's punitive, of yeah. course, because that's what we that's what they think the people want. But but they stepped away. Right? It's they me- they let's are remember the ones how this all started. Who, yeah, who were in the driver's seat? Now mm-hmm. going back to a story that we talked about on Monday, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle optioning the book Meet Me at the Lake. Now, that was speculated in British tabloids over the weekend, but People Magazine running with that story okay. that, that they are doing Meet Me at the Lake. Now, mm. it it is a story mm. that very much, ironically or not ironically, mirrors their own, which if I was advising these guys, yeah. I'd be like, Mm. Maybe let's step away from the personal narratives and see see what you got. Yeah. yeah are, are there projects that you can champion and put your name behind? Yeah. Are there folks whose stories need to be told in a way that you want to amplify with your millions upon millions right. of dollars? Because this story is about a couple who meets in their 30s. Okay. And one Check. of the people in the relationship experienced the tragic loss of a loved one, their parent, in a car accident Oof. when they were younger. Check. Oh, wow. That I is, mean, that's s- way too close to home. It's, it's just... A, oh, it, it, my it, God. It is close to home in a way that if I was advising them, and I'm not, they don't know who I am, that's fine. I would be like, hey, maybe let's look for projects that you want to champion that are in mm-hmm. line with your vision and, and who you want to be and amplify well, let's not go back to the well of personal story yeah. anymore. We're ready to move on. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we're ready to move on. Surprise us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Go, go animated. Yeah, do like oh. what Fergie does. Fievel's cousin. Which Fergie? I'm talking about the royal Fergie. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Sarah Ferguson. She just reads for- kids' books. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> on her YouTube channel. <laughs> or you could be like... The other Fergie and sing the national anthem. That never gets old. I mean, it's the pop music. Yeah, surprise us. Delight us. Falling down. Yeah. So that's that's actually they've actually done that. So, right. Yeah. yeah, Holly, thank you. Yeah. And I really want them to Moving act on. like the Three Stooges when they're at home. Me too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> <gotta> fully realize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, when we got we come back, we've got some boob to bonanza. Jason.
Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Jason's on vacation with this Holly and Cully Lindstrom. Hi, friends. With us this morning and actually all week long. It's been so much fun. It has been fun. On this humpity hump day. Yeah. And you we're know, humping. You're humping? Yep, we're humping. <laughs> are we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, sure we, we are. are. Yeah, the we hump. are. We're straddling the hump. That's right, girl. Uh, let's do some hot, well, I was going to say hot dish. We haven't done that in a long time. No, some boob tube bonanzas. Oh, what's on the boob tube? Boob tube! You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up, it's the boob tube bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. Sure do. Yeah, we used to call it hot dish, and oh, that's been so long ago. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's been that. It's been very, very long. But yeah, we're doing some boob too. Holly, you want to tell us about a documentary about Little Richard? Sure do. So I went down. You know how you go down rabbit holes, and one thing begets one thing. Uh huh. Always. Well, so on Sunday that was the case, and it led me to this documentary that was released earlier this year. You can stream it on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, if you're a Prime member, uh, I think. You know, I rented it for free. Okay. It was 99 cents yesterday. So it was 99 cents Inflation. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just <laughs> it's killing us all. Oh, it's outrageous. It's just out of control. Because uh, it was too late to text you to be like, Holly, is it this one or this one? Because there was another well, one. Here's the thing. You may not have known this. But this year, it's the Deep Impact Armageddon of Little Richard documentaries. Oh, really? Meaning yes. that, that came out of nowhere. There are dueling documentaries about Little Richard that have been released this year. Wow. One, yeah. One, How Britney Spears. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a trend now. It's very Fire, fire Festival, Britney Spears. Yeah. Now we got Little Richard. Now we have Little Richard documentaries. Now, one that's available on PBS right now was released earlier this summer. And that's American Masters, Little Richard, King and Queen of Rock and Roll. I believe you can stream that for free uh, over on PBS's website. That's not what I'm talking about. And I haven't watched that one, so I can't speak to it. Okay. What I am speaking to is the documentary Little Richard, I Am Everything. Got it. This was released earlier this year, and I streamed it on Amazon Prime. I got it for free, Alexis 99 cents you saw yesterday. Yes. So price will vary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Depending on location. Depending on location. It's worth the 99 cents, though, if you do need to pay. Yeah. Right? So, so it, oh, it absolutely is worth the 99 cents. This documentary tells the story of Little Richard and why he is one of the pivotal characters in the formation of rock and roll. He it, it, Arguably, mm. the pivotal yeah. performer in the history of rock and roll. Little Richard uh, went, grew up in Macon, Georgia, and this is going back not only telling his story, but it does explore the black queer origins of rock and roll and how yeah. rock and roll music is very much rooted in that. It's rooted in gospel music. It's rooted in all of these things. And Little Richard is the person who influenced Everybody. I feel like this is such an Everybody. important story to be telling in this way right now. Were yeah. you going in, Holly? Like, were, uh, were are you like, where was your Richard, little Richard fandom before you popped into this? It's high. 
Okay. It, uh, little Richard like it started high and it, it started just high. got higher. Yeah, okay. and it just got higher. And look, little Richard had a complicated life and it was complicated in as much as, yes, he was dealing with external factors, but he was just a complicated person internally. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, did he express that or was it just. <sighs> well, he wouldn't express it specifically himself, yeah. but it would be by his behavior. Right. You know, because, I mean, yeah. he was very out. He was mm-hmm. out. He was yeah. an out black queer man mm-hmm. in segreg- in the segregated South in the 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. And then the pen- mean, say no more. Like right there, there's like a ton of complication just in that sentence. Yes. And the pendulum would swing from, you know, and it, there are clips of him talking about, hey, little Richard was a fan of an orgy. He didn't mm-hmm. deny that. But then the pendulum would swing the other way where he was like, OK, now I have to go to seminary and I need to go and study the Bible mm-hmm. and I need to practice this and I need to be a preacher. Then it would swing back the other way. And he's like, oh, man, I need to make some money. Mm-hmm. So I need to go back on stage and be Lee little Richard. Mm-hmm. I'm going right. to break up the costumes. I'm going to have the I'm going to have the stage persona. There's a story that they tell about little Richard at this music festival in 1969. So he had already gone through the 50s rock and roll. He had already gone through. He had gone to seminary. He was married. He, he was doing all that stuff, but he was back on stage janice joplin got on there and was just rocking it Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my gosh i've heard janet janice joplin she's crushing it she is she has taken the audience with her and this he goes to his guy and he's like go back to my hotel room and get my glitter costume Mm. (laughs) they get the glitter costume for little richard we need the glitter we need the glitter he puts it on the spotlights on him and the crowd goes wild yeah (laughs) so wow wow. the consummate performer little richard and you know he went those pendulum swings they would happen i did not know i knew that there was uh, there was a wife and then yeah uh, the being queer and and out but Gosh, what what ended up happen, ha, ended up happening with them? Was it or do, do we not? Do they not go into that? Well, oh, did was she go into the wife? The, the did wife she know about? I you know what was going on when and, you go to the next layer after watching Little Richard. I'm everything. Yeah. I you know yeah. Everyone everyone knew what was going on, yeah. and I think that yeah. there might have even been participation yeah. in Maybe. all of that. So Little Richard, wow. you know, and in the eighties. He was really vocal about the fact that he wasn't getting paid, not literally paid, you know, and and the dues being paid. He wasn't being honored in a way that he should have because people were literally ripping Little Richard off. Mm, yes. You know, and and whitewashing Little Richard's music. Yeah. I look at you, Pat Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, think about Paul, Paul McCartney straight up lifted Little Richard's you know, the way that he sung the oohs and the whatever from mm-hmm. the Beatles. Yes. Them, them shaking their heads. Ooh, that's directly from Little Richard. Interesting. But that being said, Little Richard was also influenced by a bunch of people. And and you learn about that. You learn about the early history of rock and roll. You learn about the blues. You learn about his influences and the way that he merged those. And that it's interesting that pop culture and music is a con- consistent dialogue oh, yeah between people it's a call and response that we're all swirling it's so in. everybody yes. is influenced by somebody else and and you know and it is it is interesting to hear people talk about their own influences and then and then see how they embodied that in their careers and so mm. do you get a lot of him in his own words in yes. this documentary okay, yes cool. yeah lots of interviews pulled from little richard himself cool Okay. And and then you get a lot of interesting uh, commentary from folks who were inspired by Little Richard, including Mick Jagger 
is sitting down for an interview in Great. this. Uh, you hear from wow. Niall Rogers, the music producer. You hear from Billy Porter. Oh, cool. You know, we talked about oh. Billy Porter earlier in this mm-hmm. episode. Saying, you know, Billy Porter credits, hey, look, little Richard was a black queer man doing his thing back in the 1950s. Opened the door for people like me mm-hmm. to be oh, able to perform yes. in my way and be able to express my life. Mm. So it, it, it indebted to little richard and we're all indebted to little richard let's be clear we are because rock and roll would not have happened without little richard period and Mm. if you watch little richard i am everything you will learn that story and you'll also listen to some good music (laughs) right very (laughs) clear how long is it it's about an hour and a half and let me tell you you'll learn the real lyrics to tutti frutti okay you will learn the real lyrics to tutti frutti I'm oh. in. I will give you. I will leave you with this. I line. like that. That's a tease. <gasps> Tootie fruity, good booty. Good booty. Ah. Oh, <laughs> good yes. booty. Ooh, yeah. We need to hear that. Okay, so we'll hear the original. So you'll hear the original. Oh. With the original lyrics. Mm-hmm. I am everything. Yes. Documentary about Little Richard on Prime. Ninety nine cents, maybe free. You know, regardless, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Somewhere between zero and ninety nine cents. <laughs> yeah. You can rent it on all the. You, know, you can rent it on Apple TV. You can rent it on YouTube, Google Play, all of that. So okay, but yeah, yeah. Prime. Yes, uh huh. Prices will vary. There we are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got a belter to tell you about. Oh, so, Holly, <laughs> if only. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. You go to my Instagram. Uh, one of my first posts is our recent trip to Red Cow for happy hour. Yeah, see, I really do go there. And happy hour is bigger and better than ever at Red Cow and Red Rabbit because they've made it longer and bigger. Now, Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30. So if you're heading down to downtown for a Twins game or an event in St. Paul or Minneapolis, get down early and take advantage of Red Cow's amazing happy hour. They've divided it into a 6 7 and $8 menu. Under their $6, selected tap beers and wine. $7, it's all about margaritas. Uh, Classic margarita, a Fresno, a strawberry Fresno margarita, and a mango margarita. Their $8 menu, food, glorious food. Their homemade chips and dip, ahi tuna crisp, homemade cheese curds, truffle fries, double barrel sliders, and their 60-40 sliders. Uh, It's a meal upon itself. So what are you going to do? You're going to grab your friends and run to red for happy hour. Wow, it's already 8.48. I just woke up. I'm all the way away. Colleen's awake. We're here. We're doing the show. <laughs> oh, happy Wednesday. It really does. Mm-hmm. Jace is on vacation. Colleen Lindstrom with Holly and me this morning and this week. Yeah. We still have all the way through Friday. We're find love tomorrow. Again? And second chance. And well, we, didn't uh, yesterday. we did it yesterday. I mean, we did it yesterday. It was about as close as you could get. <laughs> and we didn't. It was love. It adjacent it wanted to be love yeah okay you're right you're right and then we have trivia on friday too i'm really excited i gotta start what's the theme again oh we've got our weekly trivia face-off 8 30 powered by trivia mafia classic video games i gotta i gotta get studying Uh, uh, alexis and colleen you're going up against mike and grant screwed oh i love you and i believe in you alexis but we are Oh man! If there's any questions about Duck Hunt, you got that. I got you. That's what I'm saying. Classic or the, video uh, or games. Or the Olympics. Did you ever have that? 
pad and you put it on the floor with the dots <gasps> on it. Yes. And, and you, then you would run. You would run. And then you're like, forget this because you realize you, your hands could be faster. So you're not using your feet. <laughs> you're just using your hands. Game just like the system. I did not have oh, that game. Did you ever have a yes. power glove, Alexis? Yes. Oh. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We oh, know trouble. all the Nintendo accessories, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Power Glove, Colleen, was a Nintendo accessory that, uh, Lexus, you have just gone up in the cool factor by 10. Oh. Because only the cool kids had the Power Glove. It was literally. I liter- Google this thing. I did not. I oh. like. Oh. I skipped a few years between like NES and like a PlayStation. This was oh, literally yeah. a glove that you would slip on your hand. And the controller was right on your forearm. Oh, yes, stop and it. then you'd be able to make a fist with your hand and do stuff with. Oh, it. Cool. I've never seen that thing. And you would be able to play your NES games with the Power Glove controller. That's so yeah. futuristic. I mean, oh, there's cool. the Power Pad. I'm seeing these now. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Very there were other cool. games, so we always played the Olympics with that one. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so we we got that. Okay, you guys um, are set to go. Listen, Maybe if you've, a got, bit if of you've got anything like from Atari? Texas Instruments, I'm I'm in. You know, that was our first. Oh, uh, we had one of the. I don't even remember what it was I called. I had a graphing calculator. <laughs> yeah, oh, so boy. I don't think. Wait. I, I get those questions. Okay. I used to make, I used to program so that we, instead of having to remember all of the, you know, different quadratic equations oh and things gosh. like that, I would just save it in my calculator. I love you. I got you. You're you smart. To that. Yeah. Can you bring that? <laughs> can you can bring you, your you, calculator? Yeah, your Texas instrument, like T81 oh or whatever it was called. Yes. I, mine was for sure in one of those boxes I threw away. Oh, yeah. Um, I had it, my first computer, our first thing was a TI-99. That's oh. what this Texas Instruments thing was. And it's literally a keyboard. And then there was like a place on the side where you could put the cartridge in. And there was a game called Parsec that I played constantly. Oh, mm. see, that is. But that's not, I don't we're not going to get questions you about Parsec. Know. Okay, true that. It's a game. It's, you, you know. Don't know. It's true. And we're going to tune game in. Game Boys. Yeah, Game Boys. Playing mm. Tetris. Donkey Kong on oh, that? Oh, yeah, my Donkey gosh. Kong. Yeah, throw those barrels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, we'll do a little research. You're right. That's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. be ready. We're going to have to because... Because yeah. they're young. And they are they know and things. they probably... Yeah. They've gamed. Played a lot They more. look like they've gamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, well, that's Friday okay. for our WTF we got weekly two days trivia face-off. Oh. Yeah, um, but it looks like we have a world record holder that we need to talk about. Holly? Oh, yes. A new Guinness world record holder is real American hero named Kimberly Winter. She oh. is a, she is a true, true American hero because she broke a 14 year old record from the Guinness World Records for her burp. She now has okay. the la- loudest burp by a woman in the world. Okay. Do we have audio? We sure do. Okay. <laughs> because I know you. Uh-huh. And I was hoping. Yeah. So <laughs> this burp, by the way, to break the record, it registered at 107.3 decibels. I don't even know. Can you give me a comparison? What else do we... What's a familiar sound uh, that hovers in that range? Kimberly's you know? burp was louder than a blender. Oh. Okay. An electric handheld drill. Sounds good. And some motorcycles. Wow. So let's listen to Kimberly right. break the Guinness World Record. This is so exciting. With her burp. Okay. Okay. Wow. That was it. 
I mean, that had sweet. It had. I mean, you couldn't sustain that much longer. No. That was really. We weren't going for lengths. We were going for, for loudness. Yes. Here, yes. Here it's Kimberly it had again. Some girth. Breaking the <laughs> loudest burp by a woman Guinness World Record. <laughs> that, I'm afraid something was going to come behind that. It sounded well, a little dinosaur collie. It did. Because <laughs> when you look at it, apparently, you know, Kimberly did this and. Look, I'm just going to let you know that I got this story from the Washington Post. So yeah. If anybody gives it's me legit. any beef about this, this is legitimate journalism. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> she, Especially for our show. Thank you. <laughs> Wait a second. So how do you prepare? For, is she swallowing air? It, yeah, she's is standing she, up. Okay. She's standing at the mic, and then she's forcing it out. Okay, I'm watching the video because I, I you know... The audio is great, but I really need the full experience. Well, and apparently, Kimberly, Ugh. you know, she modeled her burping after Homer Simpson and Shrek, so she okay. was inspired by the <laughs> by by heroes bo- that came before her. And apparently, she would avoid burping at school, but when Kimberly went to dance practice after, she let out belches to make her friends laugh. Oh my gosh, Holly! I feel like you wow. and Kimberly could have. And her boyfriends asked her to refrain from burping near their families. Oh my gosh. I mean, but you know what? Look at her now. Look, I know. Like, and they said she'd Look never amount to anything. That's right. <laughs> what did she get? A certificate? Yeah, I think she gets a little certificate. I mean, and, and bragging rights. And bragging rights. And yeah, being an American hero. She gets to be in the book next to the two guys on the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, the McGuire twins. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. I know. Are they burpers too? No, McGuire no. twins are oh, the, the, are the ones? No, no, they're, they're the, the big biggest twins. twins. The, the biggest, biggest twins, and they ride on motorcycles. Oh. Robert Wallo was the tallest man on earth. Thank you for the Yes, <laughs> Holly knows her Guinness book. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, go Kimberly. Yeah. She broke burp, a 14 year record. Gal. Burp on. Burp on. Do your thing. <laughs> Like you be you. (laughs) As we say every day. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much. Donna and Steve experience next.